So, uh, this is what type of work. but I got to save everything, and, uh, it might be a little choppy, but, like, uh, you know, all recordings, and, uh, it's great, so, um, we have a really nice chat, and, uh, she's always great, and, you know, as I put I'm problematic, she's not problematic at all, she's just very, very good, and we talk about, you know, sort of clean comedy, and her doing it, and, you know, I try not to get too, uh, personal, but, uh, we get there a little bit, and, uh, Hopefully you enjoy it. Hello? Hello? Hi, Suzanne. Hey, Rich. How are you doing? Good. You're on What the Heck with Richard Dweck. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Uh, what thank the you. heck? Yeah. Do you know, um, do you know Alyssa Stevenson? Um, do you know her? Red I hair? Know, I think I know the name, but I'm not sure I know her. She came up with the name. I she's one of the people that I started with originally, and she was like, "If you have a podcast, you should name it that." That's and great. Yes, I love it. Now, this is actually the uh, fourth season. It's the fourteenth episode, and you are the thirty-first guest. So it's been you know crazy how many people I've been able to get on, and you know I'm very excited to have you on because, like, I hate being called this, but you're like one of the nicest like, people in the, uh, like, community, like, you're very, uh, unproblematic, and, like, you've just, you've had, like, a lot of mics that you've hosted, do you feel like you've, like, gotten along pretty well? Excuse me, are you there? Excuse me. Hello? Hey, Suzanne. Hi. Hi. Sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. Once in a while. Just, um, what I was talking about uh, when we started was, uh, you know, I hate being called this because, like, it's so generic, but you're, like, one of the nicest people, and I wanted to know if you feel that way that you've been... Thank you get along with people pretty well. Thank you. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> That's certainly my goal uh, is to get along with people and to have a supportive environment when I'm hosting the mic. Like, I think it's hard enough to get up there with, you know, <laughs> like yeah. you know, so it's, uh, it's just easier sometimes to get your, your feet wet. Right. And try when did out you new start? stuff when people are, you know, I'm sorry. When did you start? This time around about five years ago. Um, I actually started, I would say about 12 years ago. I did it for about six months. I took a class in New York and did stand up for about six months. And then something came up in radio that just made it impossible to do both. Right. How long have you been into radio? Did you do like then high school and stuff? Oh, 
That's connected. Why isn't it doing that? Oh, sorry. Okay, you're back. I didn't. Oh. Sometimes it goes in and out, so oh. I'm just giving it a shot. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah. So no I'll ask you again. Uh, did you do radio like in college and high school? No, I didn't. You know, I was always interested in it, but I didn't start till after I actually went to night school once I was out and working in the real world and realized I didn't want to be working in the real world. I wanted to right. be in something more fun. So, right. So I've been How long it. have you been doing it for? Since 2001, really. Um, so what, my God, 20 years I've been uh, doing it in addition to my other job. Okay. You doing podcast? Yeah. How long does it, it take? Like an hour. Yeah. Are you still there? Yep. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> so um, you did that. So with stand-up, like how did it make it easier? I don't know that it did because when you're on the radio, you can, you know, you can get really comfortable because nobody can see you. Right. You know what I mean? And then you're on stage and everyone's staring at you. And I guess it's a lot different. Oh yeah. When did, uh, when did you start feeling like comfortable? Honestly, probably only recently, like right before this whole wonderful pandemic hit, I right. finally started feeling comfortable on stage and, kind of getting in my groove and then we're not in front of people anymore <laughs> right that sort of happened to me where like things were like I finally had like a person that I was riding with because I'm driving it was just like you know we had mics and shows that we would go to and you and John right then it just yeah then it just uh like dried up really fast with COVID and uh yeah so um do you you have, were you funny as a kid? Did you, was your family into comedy? Oh shit, did you drop out? Hello? Are you guys upstairs? No, it's okay. I can do it downstairs. Right here. Okay. Yeah. No, I know. It's okay. Figured on. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Hey. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. Is it because my phone, does the phone make it harder and drop it off? Uh, I think so. Oh. I, I'm always just like trying to figure out if it's my end or whatever, but uh, our last two like parts have saved, so everything's Ooh. saved. Okay. So uh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I guess I was asking you like when things started to feel comfortable, uh, did um, I, I wanted to ask you were you uh, was comedy like a thing with your family? Like, did they watch with you, or were they into it? Uh, you mean growing up, or once I yeah, started growing doing up. it? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think like a lot of comedians, I had kind of a tough childhood. Right. Uh, so, um, I, I, you know, yes, there were times when there was comedy on in the house, and and yeah, my grandfather was pretty funny, I think, and and my 
my my parents but you know when they weren't in stressed out mode or right. whatever mode they were in you know like i'd like to give them the benefit of the doubt <laughs> but, um, but it wasn't yeah i mean yeah, we like we did watch some comedy, but it wasn't. You know, I think I tried to be the comic relief more than anything. Like, there's always one in the family that sort of tries to keep the peace, and yeah, I was. Did right. you have any siblings? Do you have any siblings? Uh, yeah, I'm the youngest I'm, of five. I just have a brother and a sister, and uh, I'm my sister's four years older than me, and my brother's two years older than me. So, you know, I, the baby and I, yeah, it's so weird, like already have the attention in now. <laughs> now it's, it's like did it shock anyone that you knew when you started doing stand-up like for me it shocked my parents when I started performing because I started in music I started singing yeah oh wow that's cool um I don't know like I gotta be honest. people told me for years that I should right. do this and I never wanted to um and I think it's I think it's more because I used to like telling jokes like I used to memorize and tell jokes constantly. It wasn't like I was coming up with my own material right. other than wisecracks, you know, I mean, I had three older brothers like learning to be sarcastic and to be quick on your feet was oh, yeah. a necessity in well, my I house, way, you know, like, growing up in school, like by middle school and high school, I was like I had a bit of a, more of an edge of like being able to quit back with people. And I think that's just like growing up in Jersey, I guess, like people are just sort of insulting so yeah. me, like, you know, like, I, can't write, but I can, you know, I can say something clever. <laughs> My words are sharp. Sure. Uh, who were your favorite comedians growing up? Charlie, oh, Carol Burnett was always just like so much. a total, yeah, see, She's just like the, right. you know, the, the big icon for me. So she growing up, definitely Carol Burnett, but I watched all the sitcoms. Like I was right. a huge MASH fan. So like Alan Alda, even though I don't know that he ever did stand up or yeah. Bob Newhart, like both of the, both, right. those were yeah, kind of my kind of things. Someone that I look back at and just all the things she was doing, like it was just very innovative, like for that time. And uh, were you, uh, yes. And I love Lucy fan um yes right. i didn't watch it as much yeah i mean i i do love lucy but um yeah but uh yeah she actually um my parents wedding picture like is in black and white and they look identical to desi and lucy <laughs> so, so um I don't know. I think I shied away right. from that sometimes just because <laughs> of that. So, I don't want to like press you anything on your family because we don't have to talk about that. But uh, like, were your are your parents still together? Or are they still alive? Um, <laughs> I guess um, they split up after I moved out for college, yeah. and they are they have both passed away since what then. Was, was that being? when it happened or was it less like I was with people oh we to be honest like we prayed for them to split like right. yeah. pretty much since I was born <laughs> like, right. they pretty much hated each other so it wasn't 
it wasn't fun. So it was just like, really, finally, you know? Well, at least with that, like, at least you have something now, like, stable with, yeah. you know, the radio stuff. And uh, what's the radio station that you work at? Uh, 100.1 WJRZ. What kind of stuff do you do? It's down in Manahawk in, a, right. like, LBI area. Do you just do regular hosting? I'm sorry, what'd you ask? Yeah, it's a um, it's a music station, so I just talk, you know, into songs yeah. or into the commercial breaks. You know, old stuff or that one's 80s. it. I love yeah, it. it's like eighties, mostly eighties, late late seventies, early nineties. That's my stuff that I like. So, uh, oh, well, you can get us if you have a Alexa yeah, or an app. There's a free app for your phone. Do that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, have you had any? Like, I know it's. It must be difficult, like, you know, being a woman in comedy because it's so, like, you know, sparse. Have you met, like, a good community? Do you feel like you've been a good community of women or? I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. There there's certainly not as uh, many. And, and, and a lot of the mics I'm at when, right. that you're at, like, I'm the only woman there. Right. You know? <laughs> But um, but yeah, no, I met some through classes, some through mics and others and shows. And yeah, in fact, I perform with a group. We we perform together uh, called That's oh, What She that's Said. Awesome. So there's five of us. So we have our own community of uh, and yeah, so it's five women. And throughout the pandemic, we've been doing some online game shows called Funny Little Liars. So we're trying to make the most of the that pandemic so and cool. of like, live shows. For me, I was like that. I was like finding people. Like for me, that's been the coolest thing is like the people that you start out with and then like you over the years get to see them grow. Like I feel that with you, like I love seeing you host and uh, you have that great bit about the um, the like driving, like the, what's it called? The Waze app, yeah. And oh, the ways out. I'm curious, like, how did that? <laughs> when did that bit come up? Like, um, it it came up when I pulled into a parking lot, and he literally said, "You've arrived." And he just had such an English accent that sounded so condescending, and it was like, "You've arrived right. at Walmart." <laughs> And like it just cracked me up. I'm like, okay, I'm using that. <laughs> like I just, um, yeah. I I mean, I don't know that I do it that well, but um, I I do a lot of different accents. Like I, if I'm talking to someone, like I don't mean to do it, but I literally just pick up their accent. So if I'm talking to someone from Tennessee, I just start talking like them, and then they think I'm making fun of them, but like, I'm really not. That's pretty common with people. Like if you go to, like a lot of time in japan like i've heard that happens like you just things for me i've always been envious of people who can yeah do that impressions and stuff with their voice because i started in improv and i couldn't do any of that stuff and uh yeah like oh yeah, really improv because why wow, you started in improv that's cool stuff now but in the local scene there was it was like you had to go to new york basically and uh so right for me that was always that was where i started and i was like i'm gonna do it for like a month and then find something find stand-up somewhere and then like four years later i'm still doing it and it's sort of just like 
Good for you. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I remember. Good. No, I was going to say, I remember like one of the first times you came into uh, uh, yeah. Joe's. Was what the heck is it? Is it, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, something oh, Joe's yeah, in, in Keyport. Joe's, right? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that. Yes, that's because, it. Uh, um, I don't know if you know him, but uh, Brian St. John at the uh, um, Brighton Bar, he has a show that's like an improv mm-hmm. like, kind of show. And one of the games he has is like a random debate thing. And uh, he... Okay. Um, And he uh, has one of the games that's like a random debate. And I remember when I went there with uh, Mark Henley and uh, um, Jack Steiger, they, they, we used to do that. We used to like, that was one of our things that we would do for a writing exercise was like, the, the, oh, cool. Like a, you know, fake debate. And, you know, you take a topic and whatever, like, you know, it was kind of cool. But it's so weird to think about that. Like, Keyport was like one of the first, like, early mics. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we've all grown oh, since the then. I know you have. Um, we, we've definitely yeah, all, just, you know, it's always so cool. Like, just seeing progressed. the evolution of, you know, what I do and what other people do. Uh, when you found the group of girls. Uh, women that you work with uh like did you do specific shows together yes we um we kind of banded together and called ourselves that's what she said that and then we so tried cool. to do like I mean, fundraisers to me like you know just all the people that i've met i've always wanted to do that i've always like you know been planning to do that and then covid and happened different things do you do uh i know that you mentioned you did some Shows online. Do you any do any Zoom mics or Zoom shows? Yeah, I've been doing Zoom mics every week throughout the pandemic, and um, I've done a couple shows. Um, actually, I did a oh, competition last weekend. Yeah. Zoom is pretty um, me. Yeah, like a bracket kind of thing. It, it, it's a little harder, but it's you know, just because you have to stop and wait for people to. To, if they're laughing, you have to wait for them to stop because otherwise it just, you, right. your audio gets cut off. Right. And if anyone makes a comment, like if anyone just like asks someone to get them a beer, like, well, you know, while they're on there, like your, right. your punchline gets cut off. Have <laughs> you like, spent time with all this time, like writing a whole lot? Um, I was writing a lot more when it first started. I tried to write every single day, but I wasn't yeah, coming up with anything. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I do. I definitely have some new jokes coming out of this. Um, I've definitely been working on a few and I, I challenge myself because I've been going to a lot of the same zoom mics and I don't right. want to do the same material. So that's kind of inspired right. me to write a little bit more. That I have uh, the Brighton bar and I go to that. That's the most like frequent one. Some Mondays and uh, like other things have popped up back up. So I'm like trying to get out there, but it's very hard because you're always performing in front of the same people. And to me now that I, the way that I sort of cope with it, I don't know if you do this is I try to make like specific friends or specific comics that I respect, like laugh. So I try to like, that's the way I sort of get into it now. So you play to them that like thing of like, you know, everyone's doing, trying to do well. So I try to do well, but uh, I go in between being 
pretty lazy or like really amped up with writing. <laughs> like to me, I have insomnia, so that's when like sort of randomly my jokes come up with. So it's just like, oh, it's three in the morning. Why am I thinking of this topic now to do jokes? Yeah, but that's the time you got to write it down. That's that's definitely good, though, that that comes to you. See, I find that I write better jokes when they come to me like that rather than when I sit down and try and force it. To me, I'm always so envious because I really envy people who can do, like, observational humor pretty well. Like, you do it. Like, to me, I'm always, like, I like that humor from other comics, but to me, it's just, like, I find it kind of dull, like, just having to, like, oh... I have to go out and look around and, you know, look at the world and like, <laughs> out. you know, it's interesting. But uh, so have you, um, have you watched any like specials or anything like caught up in anything during this time? You know, I'm, I'm probably the only person on the planet right. that doesn't have Netflix yet. So I haven't seen all the Netflix specials that everyone's talking about. Um, I've I, there's a there's a show on Showtime that was on a couple oh, years ago called show. "I'm Dying Up Here." So I'm rewatch like I watched it when it was on, but I'm kind of rewatching some of that yeah, now. Like show. just and uh, I, I just love all the all the actors on it are really good, and it's cool to get that like time period of just to see it back then and how it's now yeah but some of the some of the advice that goldie gives oh, to yeah. the comics is still relevant and i find myself still I taking notes was, you know yeah, what I mean? they sort of like i feel like they when they based it off mitzi i guess it just seemed like it fit so well like she's such a like great fit for that role i really hated that they stopped the show so soon Yeah, me too. I don't know if it was because of this or they just didn't have right. the the ratings. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, it was just cool to see like back then. And also, like it still resonates. Hey, I think that's a good thing. That's one thing I liked about that show and like uh, um, Crashing, Pete Holmes show, because it, it let people, like regular people, sort of know a little bit more inside stuff about stand-up. If you know what I mean, like now right. people understand. I do because they <laughs> think it's you know, so easy. Yeah, nowadays, <laughs> I think they understand it more. Like when you have to go out to open mics and start out, and like you know, to me, it's always been uh, you know doing that. Did you do? Did you used to do like any burner shows starting out? Um, I, I. Did a few, but it was really tough for me to get people because I'm I'm terrible at asking oh, people yeah. to do that. But but also a lot of them are in the city, and it's just like on a Monday night, it's so hard to get people yeah. into the city on I a Monday night, up. you know. So I really didn't do a lot of yeah, them because I, I couldn't get the people with like the person who hosted it. So I never had to like bring a lot of people. Be like, oh, I'll just bring my family. But no, oh, that's good. And they were good, but uh, I'm happy that. COVID has kind of gotten rid of them because they can be kind of like I don't know like scammy to young comics yeah it's like oh yeah yeah I I don't know that COVID's totally eliminated them though I think they may be coming back because I've seen a few like already yeah (laughs) COVID me is like that I learned like a lot of my friends are working with 
some pretty high up comics and it's like they just you know it's true they just want to perform like they're not like picky about like oh you know it has to be a club or it has to be this size they're just like i want to do a show and it's really cool to see that yeah um, have you ever had like any interesting gigs like shows that sort of went off the rails or you know anything like that <laughs> I mean I've definitely had shows where right. I haven't done as well as I liked <laughs> I mean um did a birthday party which oh, was a yeah. tough tough thing to do um like it was just a you know we were kind of in the middle of a room that was divided on both sides and like it was just it was hard to do a regular set and I'm not oh, good yeah. at crowd work so that one totally, yeah, big, that yeah. totally went off the rails yeah. <laughs> I was like I, I almost like they they didn't get back to me but I almost got a gig doing a 40 year old birthday and I was like they want me to do all this time and I've done like stuff before where it's like I don't have time but I have to make it like I did this there's this guy uh oh I forget his name uh but he is a uh he does like one man shows because he has a so basically stand because he has a manager uh Francis Powell's name and uh he um had this show in uh, Rutherford Hotel and uh I had I was like had like no material i have like five minutes and i had to do 15 so that was a really weird set <laughs> it's just like, oh wow oh, okay this is like you know, <laughs> on the fly but it's it's kind of cool like that's what i like about stand-up is sort of you evolve over the way i never took any classes how many have you taken um i I've taken a few. I've taken probably five or six in different places and different, like, um, like, you know, I took a couple intro classes, but then I've also taken like a specific writing class or a specific hosting heckling and bombing class, um, which, yeah, which actually didn't address any of them. So like, it was kind of just, I was just like, okay, that might not be the right name for this class. Uh, (laughs) But um, yeah, so I've tried a couple different things just to get different perspectives and different tips right. on, on, you know, what to do. I, I read a lot of books too. a lot of even like, you know, there's uh, groups on Facebook, yeah. like comedians yeah. helping comedians. And some of them really get into some good advice. Yeah, and sure. like, that, I read that like, too, you know, to me, that's, you know, if you bring it up heckling. I, I never really talk about it that much. But like, to me, have you ever do you deal with that a lot? No, I don't really, I don't know that I've actually gotten heckled, like, a lot. I really, oh, um, I'd like to think that if, I, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I'd like to think that, you know, I can go into the mode of it being my, it's funny, the only person that's really heckled me is my sister, and I don't think she meant to heckle, right. she was just being a wise guy in the audience, but it kind of, like, kind of right. ruined the punchline of my jokes. So so like, like, you know. you know, my mom is so supportive. <laughs> And, like, she doesn't heckle or anything, but, like, I sort of have to teach her, like, you know, and it's very hard, like, crowd work especially, because she doesn't know what to do when other comedians do crowd work. But uh, she's been very good right. with me. Like, when I used to do bring your shows a couple of times, like, they're real hard because, like, my material, I used to do all this, like, material on religion 
and the like 20 30 year olds would love it but like 60 70 year olds would hate it and to me like i'm always so mm-hmm. uh i'm not like confrontational so like i'm not good with like that like i'm more like when it comes to fight or flight i'm more flight so like you know it's like okay <laughs> shut up real quick and not you know is anyone off like oh. that's just a hard thing and you know it's so weird to think about some of the things that i did when i was you know getting into it like i remember i did one show that was when mike that was at a bar and no one was paying attention to me and i started like they got into it they liked me because i started like sort of getting like you know playfully mad and i was like you know i was like pay attention to me mm-hmm. and i can't ever imagine saying that now. <laughs> it's like insane yeah, but I think if it comes out in a more natural way, like you must have done it that night, I think it is funny. Like people just see the real you and it's like, okay, well, like, all right, we're, we're sorry. And right. they turn around and yeah, pay attention. So, cool. so. Right, so I think that's cool that you could do that, that you were just kind of relaxed and like, yeah, hey, you know. so interesting to get like into it. That's what I mentioned. I've mentioned a lot is like I've done these different things. Like when I started performing, I started singing to this vocal class and uh, – like, I just remember my parents came and saw me, and, like, they know I like to have it, but, like, they were just so surprised. And, I, like, I'm not shy. I was never shy as a kid. I was not, like, boisterous, I guess, or, like, you know, really out there. So they were really shocked with, at it. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. No. Well, that's cool, though. Do you still do that at all? it once was because <laughs> it's like a it's like a ah sorry you're fading in and out here so i'm only oh sorry what you're... no uh, you're fading in and out so i'm getting like every other word uh so um yeah so you listen to a lot of music did you do any type of performing like that any type of music or anything uh, no, I mean, in school, I think I was in the chorus, you know, I, I, but other than that, no, I always wanted to play an instrument, but yeah, nope. it's always, yeah, it's so weird to think like that I did that back then. And like now, like to me, it's so different. Like everything, what I was getting at was like, each thing is so different, like the singing and the improv and the performing, like stand up, it's just like each different thing has its own mm-hmm. Thing. And I think the only thing that it is is it makes you more comfortable with performing like you have with the radio is it just makes you like you find ways to mix whatever skills you have. Right. Yeah, I've done improv, too. I took a lot of improv classes oh, really? in New York. Yeah. And um, yeah. And uh, but I didn't like it because the ones I took were the long uh, form. I don't know if you ever took long form. I always see I prefer that. I always say that the only thing that I didn't like about it was that. There was like an A team and a B team, and I never got on like the A squad people. And they always did the really cool stuff because they'd like do really physical stuff, and they just you know were able to do more. And to me, that was always like a goal of mine was like I'm gonna switch, like try and switch it and get into that. And I never did, but I liked all the people that I met, and it was a good like gateway eventually. And uh, yeah, it was just happening now it's like almost six years that i'm doing stand-up and it's so like 
so crazy. I always think like if I could go back in the future, I would tell myself not to change anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good. I always think about that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, actually, I was part of an improv troupe. Do you know John uh, Trumbull? Name sounds familiar. Because um, I've recently bumped into him again, like at shows at Tierney's and stuff like that. Like we did, we were part of an improv troupe. I right. did like two shows with them, but but it was a lot of fun uh, up in Randolph. So, so cool. Yeah, um, that was a while ago. I went to his name, uh, Michael Keith, and he has uh, stuff in um, what is it, Red Bank? And uh, he was actually a drama teacher in middle school. And, like, that's how I remembered him. So I started doing that. And oh, yeah, cool. improv is really fun, but I just, I like doing stand-up more, and I'm finally happy that I'm able to do it. Have you, has it helped with you, do you think? Well, it's it was so long ago, I think I, I wish I could do it again now because I think I'd be more comfortable. Like right. I'm always a little, I'm very self-conscious. So like, I, I don't feel like I was, you know, as easy flowing in the um, improv as I could have been. And uh, so now I'm interested in kind of trying it again. Cause I do think it would help. I think right. they help each yeah, other. They do. You know, I, I think it helps to do stand up, you know, and it seems like you. So, and our group does that, you know, the, the group of five women, like we, we do at the end of shows, sometimes we do a little bit of improv, but because we don't do it a lot, I feel like it could be better if, you know, if I could get more practice or, you know, as a group, we practice together oh, or whatever. Awesome. Like to me, I've never really done long form stuff, but to me, it's like, I was always, always so envious that I could never do like characters or <laughs> impressions. Is that something that you had to do in long form? I've never done that. Like, yeah, it helps. I, long form as well. I, I've taken both. Like long form, I just yes, it it always helps to take on a character because then it right. gives you somewhere to go. You know what I mean? And you can always just play off the, what you think that character would do. So it does. But when I took a short form, I did it a lot. Like I would just use right. different voices or different. Like the, the teacher yeah. encouraged it more. They was just like, okay. You know, and I, I think I actually took on the persona of like a Julia Child in one of them, and just everything I did was kind of like what would Julia do, uh, and it yeah. was so much fun. You know what I mean? And, and it made the scene so much more interesting. You know, because they didn't know that I was being Julia Child; only I knew. You know? I had a couple of, like characters laid out. I had one that was like, uh, kind of like a rip off of Lewis Black. He was this like uh, vice principal that was like yelling at the like students in like their prom not to dance like suggestively with each other and the, the other one I had was, <laughs> uh, uh, a like kind of campy like fourth grade teacher that had to deal with like students that were just the worst you know cursing and you know hurting each other and hurting people and it's just like you know this guy that was like you know trying to keep everything <laughs> together and then, so I tried. <laughs> oh, that must have been fun. So I just was always do it. I actually have a funny story. Uh, earliest jokes was that they asked me to do a British accent one time for a scene, and I couldn't do it. They did so funny because it just didn't sound like a British accent at all. And I was like, "That's my British accent. You're gonna have to <laughs> work with that." 
and now I use that for <laughs> one of my opening jokes. It's kind of cool how like things can mix like that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I like and I can probably look back on some of that and, and incorporate it in. You're right. Yeah, yeah. that's I a good idea. Thank you. <laughs> things like that to do. Like, this is such a weird question, I think. But do you know like how much like material you have? Like, how much material do you have in like total? Uh, total, I mean, like to me, yeah, like to me, good like, and bad. <laughs> like to me, I always think like I have 15 minutes, like of just regular, like this is what I think. Yeah, I've done shows oh, where wow, I've done uh, 20 minutes, and um, I would say maybe three or four of it really wasn't probably as good as I would have liked, but since then, I think I've added three or four minutes that might work better so i've i i would say i could do 25 at this right. point i probably have 25 minutes of material with this whole like covid thing was just like i had like a process of like you know i would do you know mics and stuff and come up with material and then do that and on shows and uh now it's like you know it's still trial and error but it's an error but it's harder now performing in front of other comics yeah like, yeah definitely but that's why some of the some of the open mics on zoom are awesome because you have a totally fresh audience totally fresh perspective i mean i've zoomed with people across the country and in other countries yeah, i mean people from like new zealand it's amazing she does that And some of them I go back to, so like the same people show up. So, but um, but I've still met a lot of people that way, you know. Right. I'll probably never meet in real life, but you know. <laughs> but it's a fresh audience, so it's it's kind of cool. You can try stuff out and see. Well, does this really work, or right. did you know, do they so like it? See, like stand up in different areas of the world and how they sort of like are able to do it and their connection. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and their perspective. Like sometimes it's right. very different than what we do, you know. So, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I always try to okay. be interesting. Like to me, like you know, it's it's so funny. You talked about like you know having trouble asking for stuff. I'm totally the same way. I'm like you know, I hate asking for rides. I hate asking for stuff. Even doing the podcast, the one thing that's been, you know, my New Year's resolution is just to like not be like passive or like you know self-deprecating self-effacing <laughs> like like i'm always like you don't have to do mm-hmm. what you want to and stuff like that <laughs> it's like, you know, tell them the schedule tell them the thing <laughs> it's like, you know. yeah you gotta believe in yeah. yourself first before other people will so like learning <laughs> like you get better at uh around people with comedy Yeah, I agree. So before, when you did uh, hosting, like I've done that a couple of times, do you feel comfortable with that? Like hosting your own mics and stuff like that? 
Um, not as comfortable as I would like, I would say. Like I wanted to do it more to get comfortable. That was one of the reasons I wanted to do hosting was to get more comfortable. But then, you know, just as I'm starting to get comfortable, right. <laughs> you know, uh, here, here we are in lockdown. You did Rocket Joe's um, too, right? Yes, I I liked hosting Rock and Joe's. People were always very uh, yeah, supportive like there, and always, like they always really like take time to do. Like I don't usually travel that far by myself, but I would do that, and I love that place. It's uh, I think they stopped recently. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's back on or not. They had they stopped it and made it a music mic, actually, like a right. music and yeah uh, comedy mic, I think. And it went on a lot. Like I used to like going because it was done by like nine o'clock, but now it goes to like eleven or something. You know, like you know, neither of that like pressure now to do you know multiple mics, and I and I can't do that. I'm always like, the one is going to be better than the other. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, is that what you guys do on Mondays when you come up to RTB? Now that RTB is back, we try to, but it's uh, it's always leaving at the right time. And uh, yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's good to get up. It's good for your comfort level oh, yeah. to get up twice in the same uh, night. You know what I mean? But it's hard to do like okay. on a regular basis. Oh my goodness! Is great. His stuff that he does is always. Awesome. Do you like uh, that venue, RTV? Yeah, I always feel I like do. I think it's a little challenging sometimes, oh, but it's also 10 minutes from my house, and it's the closest mic to me yeah, ever. Which is good, because that can be one of the worst things, is just traveling. Uh, I put it on Facebook that I'm doing this. I don't know if you've ever done it. Have you ever done comedy in a different like, place, different states or anything? Well, I mean, I went to Staten Island last night, and uh, I go to Pennsylvania oh, every once in a while. I've heard some stuff in Pennsylvania. Is that good? Like, have you had good experiences there? Yeah, yeah, it's all, it's all good. You know, any any time you're out performing, like I, I've not had a bad experience. Put it that way. It's always like such a, it's such a weird thing to be like. Whenever I go to a new place, it's like, okay, people haven't heard this before, so it's good. Like, I can just do all my old stuff you know exactly yeah exactly you can right. do the stuff that you've kind of honed yeah. that people aren't tired of so it's uh yeah it's it's a nice little so boost me, that's yeah. thing. Like, you know I, I like going to these new places so i can do this and it's cool to go to like you know regular mice that i've been to because there's a camaraderie there and there's a community and uh that's right pretty cool so, I get asked this, but do you, um, do you, did you ever listen to albums when you were younger or coming up? Um, I would say the 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 oh, one I listened yeah, to is Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. I loved his. That album. was. I loved his albums. Yeah. Yeah, he was the one I mostly listened to. If I if oh. I like had somebody's album. And uh, I hate oh, to yeah. say it, Bill Cosby, well, Bill Cosby you know, yeah. uh, he was 
hilarious. He was clean. Yeah. He was, you know what I mean? It's it was always, just so, it's, it's like, just so disappointing. Yeah, I had that. Well, obviously, not clean was uh, Louis C.K. was like the first person that like I really got into. And then that happened. And it was like, oh. but uh, Cosby, too, it's like, you know, it's, I, I uh, remember hearing the story that they taught, um, they teach it in in uh, college now, like how to do stand up. And one of the classes, like they had, they were teaching, like showing Bill Cosby to show like storytelling and stuff like that. And like, right, students, he was the master, yeah. Watch it or like interact with it at all. And it was really hard for the professor because he was like, well, you know what? I know he did terrible things, and you know, he's like, you know, if you just look at like from the artist thing but that can be really hard you know to sort of separate the artist no i agree i have, I have no desire i'm surprised his show is still oh, on tv like i saw I it the other day so like there and i'm like really like i can't i just can't it was awesome in the time but now yeah, that you know yeah, things you can't i always think of that like do you have that similar thing with music too um what do you mean like yeah. if i hear a musician did something bad you know what? It's so funny. Um, oh, the whole yeah. Michael Jackson it's so thing. It's so complicated because I, I actually work on two different stations. I haven't worked on the one since the pandemic, but like both of them and like they play Michael Jackson constantly. And like, it's so popular that it's, it's, it, you know, it's like you find yourself not thinking about, you know, whatever the alleged right crimes work so like you, I've know? Read, you know multiple things but, like to me that's always like a rabbit hole to go down it's like did stuff happen did not and i just feel bad for his children what they have to go through and everything yeah but yeah and i mean um oh, who yeah. is it r kelly yeah. or whoever <laughs> i mean or or even uh chris brown or uh, yeah it's it's hard to like i do with music, for me, it's more lyrics, right. though, too. Like, if they're singing about something that I can't stand, I just, if I hear one line that, you know, kind of upsets me, like, I can't hear that song anymore because I lyrics stick oh, yeah. in my head. I can't help it. Like, you know, I love that you picked, uh, you know, I love having people pick the song for the advertisement because you always get to, like, just sort of see, like, what their personality is like and, you know, see, like, oh, I like this song. Like, I've heard it before. And, you know, I've heard girls just want to have fun like so many times i love that song uh yeah does that song play a lot on the radio that you were at i was thinking so um yeah we actually we do play that um i you know i i only uh, work every other week there so you know i don't listen to it all the time when i'm not there like i i listen to a lot of other stations so um but yeah that's it's a staple on a lot of stations and it's just like, I don't know when I think of myself and it's like, right. yeah, I do want to have fun. <laughs> like that's kind of why I'm here. Like a lot of comics or every comic I think just right. has their own goal. Right. Like some, some want to wake people up. Some want to shock people. Like mine is, I just want to have fun and yeah. I want you to have fun with me. That's kind of yeah, my thing, you way. know? And so that's, that's yeah, kind of why I, I picked I that love, song. Uh, you know, that's yeah. one of the interesting things about it. Tony, that you sort of have to like realize it's just like everyone has their different goals and their different things and to me that's just like yeah like i don't i always wish that i was you know, a little bit like better at different things but i like 
keeping it calm and letting people, you know, be happy. Like to me, that's what I love about doing this podcast. It's just like, I don't try to do any shock York stuff or like, you know, really get too personal because I just want everyone to feel comfortable. Right. And I think that's awesome. I, you know, I give you a lot of credit for that. And, um, that's what I prefer too, but it doesn't right. mean that anyone else is, you know, wrong or anything. They, there's just different approaches and it just doesn't, I'm not comfortable with the other right. pr- approaches. That's all. Have you dealt with a lot of like stuff with that in radio? Do they do that on your station or is it just usually? Nah, now we're basically, uh, you know, it's because we play like eighties, I would say our listening audience is somewhat older and they're, they're right. not looking for, for that with us. You know, <laughs> like you, you tune to, you know, the stations right. that, you know, do that yeah. if that's what you it's, want. It's always so cool. I love those, like, you know, the eighties stations. I love eighties music. Uh, um, it's, it's such a like weird thing to be like, I like that music, even though it's a little bit older than I am, but I like it. And, uh, like just looking remembering like Cindy Lauper and all that is just really great. Uh what other type of music do you like? Um, I'm all over the place. I, I like um current music. I listen to the pulse, so I like um I don't know if you oh, Dua yeah. Lipa and um she's she's just so talented. Um but I like Pink. I like Bruce Springsteen. Like oh, I've yeah. always been a Springsteen fan. Um she's yeah, she's one of the I love her because, like, she's very, uh, like, just out there with her. Like, she's very um, open with everything. Yeah, and and I kind of oh, like yeah. the anger sometimes. <laughs> it's kind of, like, you kind of need that sometimes. The one thing know? that blows um, my mind with, like, I guess comedians have this too, but not so much with, like, you know, with um, musicians. What I always was my mind is, like, love songs and songs about relationships, like, kind of forget that those are about real people and i always wonder like how that is for your personal life like i wonder if that would be a good right premise for a joke is like you know person like writes a song because i know that uh pink she's written a lot of stuff about her husband or boyfriend or whatever and it's like does that make anything Mm -hmm. awkward it's like you're having a fight with someone that's like a famous singer and they're like (laughs) they wrote this song about you (laughs) Well, yeah one of my favorite ones she calls yeah. him a tool i mean it's great you know and you're a tool so so yeah i mean i at least I, he knows where he stands like, you know I mean? <laughs> she's not the kind of person to just say no it's fine it's fine yeah. like she tells you what's going on <laughs> and like just like you know fully embracing yourself i think that's the great thing to do as an artist and just like realize like what you want to do did you do you feel like you have that like you kind of have a hold on like no you know what i i i've been looking into it lately but no like part of me doesn't want to go there so like you know what i mean like there's there's a lot of stuff i could dredge up but a lot of me doesn't want to go there it's always like you just we all have our things that we sort of keep and you know to me i always think like i would want to do it but i want to wait until i'm a better comic like more experienced better writing it because like you know if i mean if i could make it really funny then it would be totally worth it but i think it's like you said it just takes a little more time and a little more effort 
oh, and yeah. a lot more editing to uh, <laughs> to get it someplace where it's not, you know, where maybe it seems dark, but it's hilarious and people can relate. Like, I don't like I want to relate to people. You mentioned your sister coming <laughs> and to visit you. Is she like one of those people that's supportive in your family, like of just you doing it? She's been really supportive. Of, yeah, definitely. Um, she's been very supportive of coming to a lot of my shows and, um, and, you know, sat through the same jokes sometimes, you know, over right. and over at different shows. So yeah. um, she's been great. That's like the cool thing is like, I get to like test things out on my parents and see what they like. And, you know, it's always so interesting to just get their perspective on things. And they like to, you know, my mom's so supportive. She likes to, you know, meet everyone and she's really gone along with people. So Yeah. Yeah, she was really nice. I, oh, I very yeah, much enjoyed yeah, meeting her. I wasn't sure. <laughs> she was with you the first, oh, at yeah, Espresso yeah. Joe's. And I think even at yeah, um, the library. Didn't you guys, didn't she come with you to the library, like, that, recently? And, uh, they actually told her that, like, they were, they made her pay for it, like, for once for a year. And uh, now they said when they come back, which I don't think they are cannot ever open soon and they're like if we come back like you can just do it for free <laughs> it's like okay but that oh was, nice like, speaking of hosting that was my first time like having a regular co-hosting thing and that was that was pretty hard and i was just like i just wanted to get better at it and get more comfortable with that yeah you did great though you couldn't really i didn't notice anything you know yeah. i mean it was a while ago Our but i don't remember it it wasn't a great like spot and we didn't get a whole lot of people, but when we got people, it was like, it was like, oh shit, we have four people. This is like, <laughs> when we have four people. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Spot. Um, what, what, um, do you have any other specific mics or shows that you like doing? Um, I've been, I mean, right now, a lot of them are on Zoom. Like, I did, a, I did a mic last night in Staten Island. Um, and those are always fun. They're, they're, that's a nice group of people out there. So I enjoy going to Big Nose Kate's or last night was Beans and Leaves. It's a cafe oh, in Staten cool. Island. I've never done, like, a cafe. Well, I've done, like, coffee places. It's always so interesting. Like, I like, I don't really like doing bars because, like, my material, I always feel like, is too, like, one-linery sometimes so it's like i like doing i liked espresso joe's and i liked uh, uh the other one and it was just like i like that because it's like rock and joe's sometimes and it's like you know they'll, they'll right. appreciate if you do some type of thing with writing or something clever it's like you know little bars you, right you know, i get what you're saying you. yep so like i'm I always say, like, I don't know if you, because uh, I don't look at comedy in this way, but, like, would you say, like, I haven't really heard you curse on stage. Are you pretty clean? Yeah, I'm mostly clean. I, I, I have a couple jokes that require some some cursing, but other than that, yeah, to me, I, I just try and keep like, it clean. I say PG-13. I'm like, you know, it's like, that's humor in that way. Look at it way i just think you know you're funny you know you can make anything work right yeah i think it's more of a challenge um to be oh, yeah, funny and be clean it is. it's like it's good for 
ring because you know it's you don't have that crutch of cursing and you know it, it always makes you go into stuff more um do you have any i don't want to spoil anything because i know that you probably do uh have jokes that you are working on but do you have anything specific that you've been working on um yeah i've been working on a couple things um i'm working on a youtube joke um just because the ads are driving me crazy you know (laughs) and um so i'm working on something with that i'm working on some commercials that have also i'm basically a lot of things are kind of starting to i think drive me crazy in this pandemic so i'm I'm kind of uh working on that a little bit um right and just some weird news stories interesting to find like especially in new jersey you have stuff like that just goes on and uh that's like one of the things like i'm in may i'm going did you meet ever meet uh eric hollerbach Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know if I know that name. A little bit, and uh, he went to Texas recently, so I'm gonna go down there and go there in May. And I'm just excited because it's like I've never performed anywhere else than except here in New York, and it's like cool to like go back and like look at my old jokes and stuff that like you know the jokes that you use to sort of explain yourself and introduce yourself. It's right. Like I, didn't used to, I don't I haven't done that in a mm-hmm. while because obviously everyone sort of knows me and knows that can be pretty hard. <laughs> right. With uh, I don't know. If, I guess that's pretty uh, that you have that advantage with doing Zoom mics is that you can meet new people and they don't really they aren't you know uh, familiar with your stuff. To me, I'm always right. Like, you know, I wish right. there was like. I wish I should get better at just like forgetting that everyone in the audience knows stuff about me. Yeah. Well, it's hard when you're in the same group of people though, you know, it's just, it's just really hard to keep doing the the same thing. Um, I actually did. um, I I went to Vegas um, for business and I did one open mic out there in this dive bar that was actually named dive bar. How was that? (laughs) and it was it was crazy you know it was um it was hard because one of my co-workers um had a little too much to drink and like totally heckled the guy before me and so like I had to get up on stage and like and then he starts hooting and hollering for me when right. I know I'm not saying anything yeah. funny you know what I mean <laughs> it was it was it was crazy but actually um you know once I settled in the set went kind of well you know because right. again it was a new audience so to me it's always yeah it was fun cool. But it's cool. It's definitely cool. To me, what it's just like finding new things and just evolving over the years. It's like really cool to see like also, you know, what's funny to me is like I never, when I learned timing, that was a major thing too. I don't know if this resonates with you. Like I used to think like, oh, this material is five minutes long. And it's like, no, this joke is two seconds long. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that uh, have you done any? Of yeah, the, no, I get what I mean. I've been doing this a lot recently, even though I don't really like them. Have you done any any of the roast stuff? Yeah, for me, it's really no, I haven't. It's like I like when it's like casual. Like I like being made fun of by all the other comics, but like to me, I I like it when I know the people. 
Like, yeah, how do you do it when you don't know them? I don't know how you roast people if you don't know. This is that you can ask them, like talk to them and stuff. That feels like cheating to me. And to me, it's always like, okay, you can do standard stuff, and that's just fine. It's like you don't have to be like specific, really. And that's like easier. Mm. It's the uh, I haven't had to do them too long, but they're just like it's just kind of cool that. The only thing that's cool is like the atmosphere and be like it's like a game show kind of. It's like it's like oh this is like yeah yeah. You know, get to see how people, but some people are really good at it, and then like some people are good at it where they're better at they're better at stand up, which is fine. But it's like you know, it's like oh they should do this more. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't know. I always feel like unless you know the person being roasted, right. you really don't know if it's funny or not. So it's hard for me to watch like a whole right. roast battle of people I don't know. I guess you get to know them that way, but it's like kind of not. I don't see how the joke sticks if you don't realize it, oh, that yeah. about them already. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, So that's why I kind of just shy away from them because I don't know that, yeah. you know. I know you mentioned... Um like with music like words and stuff taking you out does is there ever like i know with comics we hear everything like do you have the same thing with comedy um i'm not sure what you you mean if i can't listen to a certain comic because i don't like the words they use or no i think comedy's different in that it's not like right. a song you're gonna play in your yeah. head later on you know what i mean um for me comedy yeah there's stuff that makes me uncomfortable i would say but like i kind of just like you right. need a thick skin if you want to be in comedy so i just kind of you know i don't like to get too like but, you know uh like personal or anything but have you i always find myself talking about this with like women comics it's like have you had good experience have you had like generally good experiences with like guys in comedy or has it been you know a little tough um i would say generally good i really haven't had any any issues that i would right. you know at all actually no i, I everyone that i've met has been I'm pretty cool you know i've like i've hung out with girls most of my whole life like i've always been you know more friends with girls but i'm just like you never know what you're going to say or what you're going to do. That'll just, you know, be like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I grew up with three older brothers, so I, I can right. say not a lot shocks me. You know what I mean? Do your brothers like, have, so, do your brothers but yeah. Your comedy or, um, uh, I mean, they're, they're not around. We'll say. They're, they're not around. Two two brothers have yeah. passed away and one's in Canada. So, um, so, uh, but, you know, sister-in-laws, you know, that remain uh, around um, like their ex-wives or whatever, one of them actually is very supportive, oh, comes out a lot. So, yeah. that's you know, like so that's nice. To have those people that can come and watch you and they sort of get to see you. Yeah, definitely. I think my whole family came out once. All I have like nine nieces and nephews, and um, I would say like you know six or seven of them had come out to a show oh, once, so and it was cool. it was like, awesome. I can't so. wait until like my nephews are young. I can't wait. The one, the oldest one is right. nine. I can't wait for a few years when 
he'll be able to see me. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really cool when that happens when they're when they it's get like, a little older. So much stuff you know, that you can share with him that I like, and he already has a very good sense of humor, and that's the one thing that's like great about like kids' personalities. You don't have any kids, right? Right. No, I don't. I guess that's easier. Nope. Nine nieces and nephews, no pressure on me whatsoever. I mean, that <laughs> just makes it easier to do, you know, everything that you do. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's so just... So you're working yeah. today, right? Yes. I'll be on the yeah. air from three to eight. That's, a, that's not too long. But, uh... So... No, but it's like an hour from my house, so I actually leave my house at one. You know what I mean? It's... So it's kind of a long day. I don't get home till nine right. o'clock at night. Well, um, I want to thank you so much for uh, doing this and putting up with everything. Uh, yeah. No, no, thank you. This is it was great to be invited. Thank you so much. I had a really good time. Um, you're a, you're a very good host. Oh, very thank gracious. You. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I uh, I always you know try and make people comfortable, like I said, and you know it's always so great just to get people because like it's so like odd to look back at you know people that I've had on and the people that I want to have on and the one thing that I'm hoping like I love having you and the people that I know on but I can't wait like my plan is to get a couple of the like not famous but the moderately more like well-known comics that I know on and it's like yeah yeah it's like I just wanted to look presentable <laughs> like to be like yeah <laughs> i figure if i have enough people people won't care about the technical difficulty <laughs> oh yeah no i think I, I think you do a great job and um that's awesome who is your who would you um, most like to have on know, it oh uh, um, uh do you know he has a comedy group um One moment. Huh. Oh, uh, are you, uh, do you know the Hot Breath, uh, comedy group? Um, that I think so. Uh, like, I've heard of that. That hosts it, uh, I can't remember his his name, but uh, I'm always terrible with names. But <laughs> he, yeah, no, I get he, it. I uh, gotcha. Okay, he, cool. You know, he's from Atlanta, uh, so he's like a. Uh huh. He's been doing it for like ten years, and he released a special and everything, and he has that group, and it's just like if I can get you know people like that with notoriety, it could be like you know good numbers, and you know to me it's always like you know I'm very lucky. Because I don't pay anything for this, and I'm able to get it up on Spotify and able to get it up on a podcast, and it's like it's so weird to be like, this is where like real professional podcasts are on, <laughs> and I have a good rating. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's four or five stars. It's like okay, this is fine, <laughs> and mostly that's just people that great, you know, close friends in comedy. Because that's one thing I've been fortunate for is just like people who will tune in and uh, 
you know, I uh, I have um. Do you know Donna Lloyd? I have her on tomorrow. Yes. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah I saw that. She's great. She's, you know, and she started like a little bit, like not too long ago, and she's doing great. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I don't know that well. I've met her a couple times, probably at Brighton Bar. Uh, but um, so, do you have any uh, like social media uh, stuff to like uh, profile to? Uh, well, my Facebook. I've got a um, Suzanne Linfante comedy on Facebook. Um, Suzanne Linfante on Instagram. Sue oh, Linfante on Twitter. I have a Twitter. Um, cause I started that as a radio thing and my radio name is Sue Linfante and my comedy name is Suzanne Linfante. So, <laughs> uh, so, and I've got a power, a YouTube, um, playlist called parody oh. by Suz where I, I did a lot of song parodies during the pandemic. That's kind of how oh, I spent awesome. my time like, at home. Have to check that out. Yeah. yeah definitely. Cool. Thanks. Uh, thank you so much for doing this and you know, like I said, everything is, you know, but everything is saved, so uh, this will be good. This should be up in, like, you know, I don't know if you have Spotify, but it'll be up in Spotify in, like, 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. Oh, so wow, that fast, huh? Hopefully I can just... Oh, that's cool. You know, thank it. you so much. And, uh, yeah, thank you. All right, well, thanks. For, I really had okay. a great time. Thank you so much for, okay. for inviting Bye. me.